Coach Corey Wayne. This is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be No Shortcuts to Success. Well, I've got two emails to go through with you today, and both of these guys are guilty of not learning the fundamentals, not reading the book 10 to 15 times, and they suffered unnecessarily quite a bit because of it. But both of them have been able to redeem themselves and turn things around and achieve some great successes. So before I go, and actually the first email I'm going to go through with you is an update. This particular guy, I did a newsletter in the past year or so, and it was called She Once a Manly Man. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you want to see the, where the first guy started out, just Google Corey Wayne, She Wants a Manly Man. So I have a quote that I wrote, and then we're going to go jump into the first guy's email. And so the quote says, when you're trying to run from pain, potential pain, your problems, unpleasant emotions and trying to get them to stop you're in a fearful state and tend to make poor emotionally irrational decisions your natural state is one of success power confidence abundance and inner peace it's always best when you feel like losing your shit to take a step back and do whatever is necessary to facilitate getting yourself back emotionally and mentally into a peaceful and relaxed state before you take any action or make major decisions. Decisions made while you're in a peaceful and relaxed state tend to manifest circumstances that keep you feeling this way. However, decisions made while you're fearful, uncertain, unbalanced tend to manifest more chaos and failure. So with that in mind, as I go through these guys' email, you can see kind of what was really driving their behavior. In other words, Anytime we're in a really fearful state and we got major decisions, especially when it comes to somebody you're dating or that you're trying to date or somebody you're in a relationship with and you're in a fearful state like you fear losing this person, you fear that they're going to ditch you, 99% of the time when you're in that fearful state instead of a peaceful and relaxed state, whatever actions you take and thing, words that come out of your mouth are going to actually cause what you're trying to avoid to actually happen. So it's best to take a deep breath, step back, think about it, contemplate, meditate, do whatever you got to do, go to the gym, exercise, take a nap, sleep on it, and then come back to it with a fresh mind when you're relaxed, when you're chilled out, and then contemplate what the best course of action for you is going to be. So let's go through the first guy's email. He says, hey coach, you did a video of my last email titled, She Wants a Manly Man. It was great to see where I was with this girl when the video was posted. We ended up having sex on the third date. I wasn't surprised when exactly eight weeks from our first date, she brought up the exclusivity subject. Usually right around week seven most of the time, sometimes week eight is where you're going to end up. And This particular guy was screwing up with this woman in the beginning. But like I said, most of the time if you're following what's in the book, usually right around week seven is when the woman rings up being exclusive, asks you to be her boyfriend basically. You never have to worry about getting rejected when you follow things properly. Following your advice, we became exclusive. I continued to court her throughout the holidays and into the new year. I was having a blast with a smoking hot girlfriend. I'll admit I became pussy blind. Naughty boy. We're both young and insecure. We haven't had sex for two weeks. She invited me to dinner the day after our last grinding session 
and paid. She texted me two days later and I set the next date for the weekend. She got sick at work and we rescheduled to the next day. The date happened but no sex because she was on her period. We're both into alternative sex practices during that time of the month so as we continued to kiss, I continued to make a move but was stopped and she told me she was having cramps. Well, if a woman is on her period and she's telling you you have cramps, continuing to try to have sex with her, eventually she's going to think you're being a dick. I mean there's sometimes we just need fucking chill. And there's not nothing wrong with having sex when your girlfriend or your wife is on her period just as long as she's not cramping because you want it to be pleasant for her. I feel I turned her off and made her feel uncomfortable. She then started texting and her friend called and needed a ride. Weird? Well, it sounds like her attraction level was going the wrong way and she was looking to get away from you because she wasn't feeling safe and comfortable. And you yourself, you already said, I feel I turned her off. All you got to do is look at her actions. If she really wanted to be around you, even though she was on her period, if she's head over heels in love and she's having cramps, she still would have wanted to hang out. But instead, she's like, oh, hey, a uh, friend called and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bolt. See ya. School started the following day and she texted me during her first class and apologized that our night was cut short. She asked if I was free the next day before or after her night class. I agreed but didn't set a definite time. It got sloppy. I texted her the next day but she didn't respond for four hours saying she dropped her phone in the toilet and it was sitting in rice all day. Fair enough. She didn't want to stay up late because of a morning class the next day. So I said, okay, let me know when you're free to get together next and we'll make plans. That's what happens when you get sloppy and you don't follow the fundamentals and you just leave things up in the air. She texted me two days later and we have a date set for the end of the weekend. We both had a busy schedule this weekend. I sent her one final text asking about her new teacher and a comment about her dog, but she never replied. You could tell he's pursuing, he's fearful, and as he admits in the beginning of the email, he's insecure and so is his girlfriend. And so she's kind of jerking you around because she knows she's got you and, and quite frankly, she's taking you for granted. Now, why would she be taking you for granted? Because she doesn't value your time and your presence as much as she did when she asked you to be her boyfriend. Why? Because you've gotten really sloppy. In other words, she knew she could get away with jerking you around. This is obviously not the first time she's done this to you. It wasn't so important of a message, but it's been two days now. She mentioned a couple of weeks ago that she doesn't like going more than a few days without texting. At the end of the day, you always look at what a woman does, not what she says. It's been two days. If you have a definite date set up, you don't have to worry about these things. I mean, when I make plans with friends, I have a definite time, definite place that we're going to meet or they're coming here or I'm going there. And it, I've just always been like that. Being in sales most of my life, especially back when I was in real estate, you have to make appointments. You don't just show up. When I was in the construction industry, you don't just show up at Disney World's offices or construction offices and say, hey, I'm here to have a meeting. Are you guys doing anything? You got to make appointments. When you make an appointment with your dentist, 
you know, say, yeah, I'll see if I can swing by Wednesday. He's like, well, you can just swing by Wednesday, but if you don't have an appointment, we're not going to see you. It makes her feel like we aren't in a relationship. Feminine energy is about bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love. And when a woman's happy and she's in love with you, she wants your attention all the fucking time. So when I look at this and the way she's acting, the way she's treating you, if, I, if we compare it to the table that's this discussed in my book, if you, the chapter is, it's all in the numbers for the O's, the U, or it's not a specific table or a chart. It's actually gives you headlines. Okay, from zero to five, she'll do this, this, and this. If her attraction level is five to six, she'll do this, this, and this. So like I said, in the book, if you look at the table of contents, it's the chapter that says it's all in the numbers. So when I look at the context of her behavior here, I would say her attraction level is probably a five, maybe a six. So she's not in love with you right now at this point. I haven't said anything since my last text and our date is tomorrow night. Remember, dating is like a game of tennis. You hit the ball over the net and you wait for her to hit it back. And because you've been sloppy and you haven't been following the fundamentals, she's jerking you around. You make dates but you leave details kind of up in the air. And she just – think about it. Her interest is more in hanging out with her friends and hanging out with supposedly the love of her life. So it tells you you're like the low man, the totem pole. You are not a high priority to her. Remember, scarcity creates value and you're acting like your, your time, you, you're waiting for her day and night to call and jump into action. And when you do that, you set yourself up to get jerked around because you're not behaving like somebody who values himself and values his time. I have a strange feeling I fucked up too many times along the way. Notice what he says next. Not reading the book enough is something I am guilty of. All I can do is suggest. As a coach, I can give you the tools. I can tell you what you need to focus on. But at the end of the day, you've got to participate in your own rescue. You have to do the work. And if you're not willing to do the work, it really doesn't matter because you're not going to be successful long term. To any viewers, read the book 10 to 15 times. And for those of you who are going, I don't need to read that damn book 10 to 15 times. There's another guy saying, I should have fucking listened to him. I even answered a previous email of his in a video newsletter. And I'm sure I probably said read it 10 to 15 times. But did he listen? No, because he was getting laid. He was hooking up. She'd asked him to be her boyfriend. He figures, I got this. He got cocky. That, that's the universe served him a nice big helping of humble pie. She was hot and it and it'll sting if it's truly in, the end, but I'm patting myself in the back. At the end of the day, it's a win. It's a victory. Why? You got to date this girl. You got this super hot girl, which more than likely is probably a hot one you've dated in your life at this point, to ask you to be her boyfriend. So it's still a win. It's just you didn't learn the fundamentals to maintain it longer. And now it looks like the relationship is potentially ending and it's not your choice to end it. But it is what it is. So all you can do at this point is if you got a date set up, wait and see what happens. And if you don't hear from her, fuck it. I mean that's you're supposed to be her boyfriend and she doesn't bother you text her and two days have gone by and she still hasn't responded. That's fucking rude. And so when you get together, say, say she calls and says, hey, we still on or what time are you coming by? Or she tries to weasel out of it and say, oh, I got to just, just say, look, we had a date 
for tonight. I texted you a couple days ago and you just completely blew me off and never responded. And that's just not acceptable. That's rude and it's disrespectful. I don't treat you that way and you're certainly not going to treat me that way. And I expect an apology. And bottom line is we have a date and I expect you to get your cute little ass ready because I'm coming over to fucking pick your ass up. And if she still tries to weasel out of it, then I'd say let it go. Just say, well, get in touch with me when you figure out your schedule and we'll plan something then. And make her wait a week or two before you actually make plans with her. Because scarcity creates value and right now she doesn't value you at all. I'd say more than likely based on her behavior, there might be another guy in the picture. You just don't know. I don't know what else you've done to screw things up. But you obviously know that you didn't learn the fundamentals. And like I said, all I can do is suggest. If you don't want to do it, it is what it is. Like Ayn Rand said, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. So let's go through the second guy's email. He says, hi, Corey. Your work has changed my life. Now I am as confident as a charging bull. Well, hopefully not like a bull in a china shop. I thought I would share my experience for someone who might be completely or partially going through what I went through to know that he or she isn't alone and total obedience to your teachings, not 99%, is the only way. I cannot control my emotions and love constantly arguing with my ex. Well, men who understand women never argue with them. That's just a fact of life. Now, there are women out there that are horrible, terrible communicators. And what you will find as you really start to apply the things in my book is that and this was a rude awakening for me when I really realized this is that most women are know a little bit more than men do about the dating game and the dance as it happens. But at the end of the day, only 3% of the guys get it and the unfortunate reality is only about 3% of the women get it as well. And so when you apply the things in my book, right away, within a few weeks, you're going to see what you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a woman who is healthy, has got her shit together, that's a good communicator, or she's incredibly insecure and needy. But the idea is to use what you learn in the book to screen out the undesirable women so you can get yourself a really good, high-quality, easygoing, easy-to-get-along-with woman and when you come across the Fruit Loops, and there's plenty of them out there, you can hit the eject button really quick. She spoke to me but did not listen. She broke up with me after five months. This broke me and made me bedridden for three days, calling and texting her profusely, apologizing and begging her to come back. Well, it's not that it broke you or it made you bedridden. You chose to assign a negative meaning to those events. But at the end of the day, when we want reality to be other than it is, we're going to suffer. And in this particular case, you didn't want her dumping you, but she did it anyways, and you didn't have a choice in the matter. I had many suicidal thoughts because I didn't think I could survive it. You gotta feel it to heal it. Every man at some point in their life thinks, if I can't do what I wanna do, if I can't accomplish my purpose, I'm worthless. What am I? How can I even call myself a man? Every guy, even myself, every guy, if they're honest, has felt like that at some point in their life when they've gone through a really challenging time. 
I committed virtually every post-breakup childish act you can think of from insulting her, telling friends to beg her for me, sending her sweet lyrical texts, taking her out, spending loads of money on her to try and impress her, kneeling down to apologize to her, and worst of all, crying. Man, all my weaknesses came out. You know, you see, like every one of those things you see in movies, and the girl's always, ah, they're always gushing over that shit in the movies, but you do that in real life, she's going to think, you're a pussy. That's the way it is. They want a man, not a poussoir. The next month, I came across both your work and that of a pickup artist. After searching online for how to get an ex back, I watched a few videos from both of you but initially opted to follow pickup artist techniques as they seemed easier and feasible to me then. In other words, you realize, wow, I got to read this book and I got to do all this stuff. All I need to memorize a couple pickup lines and I'm in like Flynn. That stuff's never sustainable. It's attainable but not sustainable. After failing woefully, you were my only option. I watched a lot of your videos repeating the ones that closely related to my situation and applied some of what I had learned. After a week of reading your work and obeying the never initiate contact rule, she reached out and I invited her to my place and we hooked up. That's really important. In the article, Seven Principles Get an X Back, if you've been rejected, if a woman has broken up with you and pushed you away, she has to earn another chance with you, not the other way around. I get lots of emails from guys that are going and picking women up that blew them off, meeting them out, doing all these other things. That, did I do okay? It's like, no. She has to come to your place. I always say three dates in a row where she comes over, you make dinner together, you hang out, you have fun, you hook up. If she's unwilling to come over, then you withdraw the offer. She has to earn another chance with you, not the other way around because she was the one that said, I'm out of here. It's all little subtle things that help you take your power back and also communicate that you're not really going to go out. You want to spend time with her, but you're not going out of your way. You're not driving two hours away to see her. You're not driving across town to pick her up. If she wants to see you, great. And if not, Give me a call in maybe two to three weeks. Maybe I'll be up for meeting you out then. So for those of you that are trying to get an X back, you need to review Seven Principles Get an X Back and follow it. Don't be running after women that blew you off. Boy, was it the best sex we ever had. However, instead of me enjoying the moment, just having fun and continuing to hook up, I started talking about us getting back together. Seven principles get an X back. That's the last thing you talk about. You hang out, you have fun, you hook up. At this point, she told me bluntly that she thought I had grown up and left afterwards. In other words, oh, because what happens, you have this time, you have this space away and she starts to miss you. She starts to wonder about you. She starts to think about you. Maybe she's had some bad experiences with other guys. She's dated after you. And then we all tend to look through the past through rose-colored glasses. And those little things that turned her off, she doesn't think about those anymore. Because typically, since 97% of the guys out there don't get it, they, the woman gets enough negative emotional experiences with these other guys to think, you know, he really was a great boyfriend. I, maybe I treated him a little harshly. 
And then she gets together with you, and you're like, please, please get back together. And look what she says. She says, I thought you had grown up. See you later. By January 2015, I had pushed her to such a state of no return that I decided it was time to invest my money and time in your book and as many YouTube videos as possible with every spare time I had. And so what you see here, I talk about a lot, whether it's career or your personal life or anything that you want to accomplish in life. People will not change their belief system until it doesn't work for them anymore. In other words, they got to hit the wall metaphorically. And even though this guy started following me and he saw he was getting some results, he didn't read the book. He didn't read it 10 to 15 times. He didn't learn the fundamentals. He just kept trying to cherry pick information. And when he really got burned, it created a really negative, painful, emotional anchor. And you get to the point where like, this really sucks. I don't like the way this makes me feel. And I want to move away from this as quickly as possible. And so he, when you hit rock bottom, when you hit the wall like he did, that's when you go, you know what? All right, I'm going to buy in fully. I'm going to do what this guy says because I don't want to ever feel like this again. It's just like when a person gets to the point and they're tired of being overweight and they're just like, enough of this shit. I'm done feeling this way. I'm done being sick. I'm done being overweight. I'm done having a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. And they just decide. In other words – until he got rejected and experienced all that pain, he hadn't decided to completely change his approach. He was still half-assing it and still looking for a quick fix. This is the way the universe works. He's bringing you situations like this so eventually, hopefully, you get the lesson. After four months, I had finished your book three times, watched maybe between 50 to 70 YouTube videos and started practicing by talking to random girls so as to rebuild my confidence from scratch while at work in my side job as a doorman. I failed a lot at first but persisted because I knew that real failure is one who fails or falls and doesn't pick himself up. Good fucking job, dude. That's what it takes. After a month of trying and having mixed results, the time invested in your work started paying off. Every weekend, I hooked up with women of different age groups from cougars to hot teenagers. I can now see a girl I fancy and take action immediately, day or night. I have never been rejected by any girl since June of 2015. That's a year, dude. That's awesome. It's a great streak, but again, that's a testament. When you follow the fundamentals, you get really good and you can literally look at a woman. You can tell when she's into you and when she's not. And when you can tell somebody's into you, and you know how to handle that. You know how to handle the approach and make dates or get numbers in the spot or make a date in the spot. You're not going to get rejected. Definitely something to think about. But like I said, you have to participate in your own rescue. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So if you'd like to get my help personally, you can go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and follow the instructions for booking whichever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.